What up, gang? It's opening by Peter Moran today. Dude, a little curveball at what you. What a freaking beautiful little intro. Peter, um, a little bit of a sad day today, yeah. but, you know, I think that, you know, we both have a lot of shit going on right now in our careers and our respective personal lives. So this is unfortunately, um, it seems to be the last episode. Peter will be here. We'll obviously have him on as a guest in the future, but Peter taking a hiatus, man. Yeah, sad, sad day. I feel like this is my this is the press conference episode, you yeah, know. Man. Yeah. Little uh, announcement of uh, thing things to come. Wait, yeah. wait, let's talk. Uh, let's talk on the bright side, though. Let's talk yeah, about let's the future about of the Ted Jones I, world. I, Ted Jones. Yeah. World. So That's what I want. I think uh, you know, in terms of the podcast, we're going to keep putting episodes out two days a week. I'm going to have at least a guest once a week, and then kind of do my own segment thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but definitely want to have you back on as a guest for sure. And, you know, we'll see going forward. I'm, I mean, I'm going to be posting stuff Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So I'll do the podcast on uh, Monday, Thursday, and then I'll just do the vlog that I have going on Tuesday, Friday. Yeah, you're, you're so kind of we'll you're pumping out the content. Yeah, man. I mean, it does. It's a lot of work, you know, and I understand completely where you're coming from just in terms of like having to be here a bunch and, uh, you know, just getting shit done. Like, guys, yeah. having a podcast and let alone recording and just figuring out everything in terms of a podcast is a big deal. Let me just, I'm putting up these mics see, over here. Go ahead. See, look at that. Look at that work that has to happen yeah, right exactly. there. <laughs> Boom. There we go. Sounding hey. a little bit better. But, um, you know, all, all great things, I suppose, come to an end at some point, man. Yeah. But this was, this was really great, and I've enjoyed every single episode we've had together. We've had a lot of good talks. I've had a great time getting to know you. And you're yeah. a great dude, dude. I like I appreciate you a lot. It. Hey. I got a lot of respect for you Cheers. for you as well, you know. Thank you, man. Good dude. Every time someone comes through the studio, guess whatever, random dude from the gym, nothing but good things to say. Cool. You know what else? What? The the producer sister. Yes. Good things to say about Katie? Ted Jones. Okay, yeah. good. Well, you haven't met my other sister, but I, I hopefully <laughs> she would say the same thing. I met know? her on a vlog. I, right. I, I, saw, I saw a video of her. Well, my younger sister? Yeah. Briefly. Yeah, yeah she showed up for like taco night, I believe. <laughs> yeah, taco <laughs> night at mom's house. I think I was like... I don't know, one of the, one of the uh, beginning episodes or whatever. But, Peter, we don't really have anything on the agenda today in terms yeah. of, like, piece of paper. So I think we're just going to be yeah. spitballing, man. Yeah, that's what, that's what we're rolling with today. Okay, I want to touch, though, on this party that yeah. we spoke about last episode, dude. Like, Please. just talking about it and then afterwards seeing the clip, it was just, yeah. like, a, a whole <laughs> new vision I had in my head. Like, you were fully on top of, like... You were on like the first and a half floor. Right. Like those big brown stone steps that, you know, mm -hmm. you have like, what is it? Probably like 30 steps. Like you were right in the middle of that brownstone in front of that yeah. window. So you like fully in the mix in that St. Mark's party. And it was hilarious. I literally saw Peter on a For You page <laughs> on TikTok 20 minutes after he left here and send it to him. And like, I saw him drinking a beer, sitting on the porch and like the comment section was just like, look at that guy just enjoying himself, man. But I completely understand what you meant when like people could have easily just thought that you came out of your window oh. and it was like a little unsafe, which yeah, likely it was. Totally. Yeah. It, it did like, like in the aftermath freak me out a little. Also now there's like, you know, 30,000 people that saw that video. Yeah. Oh, is that what it's at now? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I shared some of that to my story and it's like, in case you didn't know where I live, like, you know where I live. Well, I don't think you, if you put the video, I think it would have been more like 
it, it would have been more inquisitive of where you actually live. That's why yeah. I asked you before I before I like put up <laughs> anything. I didn't want to put the actual video because in the actual yeah. TikTok video, man, like you see your address, you see like the terrace right next to it. But you'll put up. Yeah. I'm sure when you move in a couple of weeks, exactly. you'll throw that up there and then just have a glorious um, <laughs> video. But it, it was really funny just seeing Peter on the for you page and be like, dude, that was actually you. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> just sitting there smoking tree, drinking beer. Yeah, I saw some people bring out the cameras pointing at me. I thought yeah. I thought something like this might happen. Yeah, well, there you go, man. Freaking famous on uh, TikTok, among many other things. You have a show tonight, which is Wednesday. Uh, actually, off this week. Okay. Off this week, but yeah, catch me Wednesdays in uh, Eastville Comedy Club in general. 487 Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn. Is that the correct address? Damn. damn. Okay, cool. Uh, so tonight, actually, I was saying tonight as in Wednesday, yes. but... You know, you guys are listening to this on Thursday, I hope, sure. unless I don't even know how you got traction of this episode on Wednesday. But tonight we have the Ted Jones Comedy Show. Peter will be there. Of course, uh, we have a few tickets left. I, I I don't even know how many, man, maybe under 10, something like that. So nice. really exciting. We're at 75 percent capacity for the whole show. I don't really know how the mask situation is going to work. How how's it been working at uh, that show on Atlantic Avenue? Mask are gone. Pandemic's over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how, that's how we think. But like people sitting yeah. in the crowd, do they have to wear it the whole time? No. No. I mean, nice. it's a it's like a restaurant. You got your beer, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, ma- the mask is out. I mean, in New York, like like the vast majority of people are vaccinated now. It seems, and uh, if you're not vaccinated it's probably by choice at right. this point yeah so yeah i would say people are pretty loose with it i mean i was in the gym today some guy asked me to spot him he's like do you want me to toss my mask on a month ago it would have been insane to even approach me yeah and now i'm like no i don't i don't care right Dude, whatever well, um, i but, think that would be the time also in the gym though that somebody would ask if they want to put a mask on especially yeah. when you're just <laughs> right right exactly. bubbling all over him and now i just kissed him on the mouth i was like i don't yeah, even care i mean dude. that's just that's how you got to do it cleanly man why can girls kiss each other on the mouth and guys can't even should you we never break kiss the, a dude on i the mean mouth? we should like break the barrier right now and just start <laughs> making out right now through this full podcast i i Kissed, I mean, I, I kissed have. a friend. I've kissed a male friend. I have. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't want to make a spectacle of it. But like, yeah. girl, it's funny when like two girls, like best friends, can make out, and all the guys are like, "Kiss, kiss, kiss." Is that a thing? Is Imagine that really a thing, or is way. that just like? I don't know. Like, I think it might just be it, movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's yeah, like, actually a thing. The frequency of that happening seems actually like very, very slim. Yeah, I, I think like it's nice to have like the girls, you know, and and a, a sleepover too. You know, like yeah. girls, if they have a sleepover, no doubt they're sleeping in the same bed. But like guys, yeah. you got to go butt to butt. Oh no, queen bed or whatever. Oh no, I, you go, I front the, to front. Yeah, yeah. Scissor action. Ta- I I had a <laughs> I had a friend who stayed with me for for a week. Uh, no, we were moving in together, but but I had a week left on my prior lease, and I was just like, yeah, you can just hop in my bed if you want. And the, at the time, I was sleeping in a twin. And let me tell oh you my something. Gosh, twin it's bed. Tight. We hot, hot, hot room in New York, like bad AC flow. Um, and we were getting up like 6, 7 a.m. to go to work, you know, back in the day when people actually went to work. Yeah, the grind. And I was sleeping on this thing. This mattress was so trash. I got for $99 the day I moved to New York. It was the cheapest mattress out there. And I was like, I'm going to get this like shitty little mattress and then I'm going to get a memory foam and put it on top. And I just never bothered with the memory foam. So I'm sleeping on basically springs wrapped in some sort of whatever mattress cover material is with a dude in there. Week straight like that. Did you have a bed frame? Uh, I did like at the Japanese style. Yeah, I've moved on after that. Actually, uh, there was a lot of pre- oh. Then I moved and they folded the mattress when I moved, and that was like the last straw. So I think 
I slept on that disaster for maybe two more months before yeah. replacing it. Yeah, I wonder how often you really have to change your mattress. Like I was walking in Herald Square today, mm-hmm. and these two girls, it looked like they were probably just moving out or somewhere. They're trying to take a king-size mattress down the steps to take the one train or something like that. To, oh, to get on the train? Yeah. Oh, that is... I was is... like, guys, can you just like spend split $30 Uber... And put it on the roof. I don't even know how you go about transferring a mattress without a moving truck, actually. Yeah. Did they have it wrapped? No. No? It was just raw oh, mattress, dude. It was oh. pretty gnarly. You cannot be doing like, that. Like, dude, I had the vlog camera with me, too. I was like, all right, maybe I'll give it to one of these girls. I'll offer to help them if they film it. But I was like, girls, <laughs> you got so much going on. I don't want to be... I don't want to be responsible for keeping your mattress, I don't even know, semi-clean. But yeah, no I mean, plastic an unwrapped bag. mattress. It was wrong. In the subway. Dude, Ugh. yeah. It was pretty gnarly. How long do mattresses last, though? I mean, they can last a really long time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. You got a good one. It's like, I mean, I've had my mattress now. It's about to go through a move um, in a plastic wrap like a human being. And uh, it's going on through two and a half, three years, so, so not too long. But I have no intention of getting rid of it anytime soon. So wait, you—it's already in a plastic bag, like no, you're moving? no, no. I mean, oh, okay. it'll be a couple of weeks, but but I'm, it's going to be wrapped. Do you know where you're moving yet? Uh, couple end of places. June. Uh, no, where to? Yeah, yeah. We got two applications out. Okay. So we'll see. People are snatching it up. It's tough in June. It yeah, really yeah. is. People love coming this time. I mean, you have your summer internships. Mm-hmm. And like, this is the time to be like looking for new apartments. You know, you don't want to really be looking at apartments in the dead of winter. No, no. It's tough. I mean, if I if I were like an October person, I would have fewer options, but way less competition. Yeah. So it's tough to say. But here I am on the July cycle, as I have been my entire time in New York. But, you know, I'm looking to move into a place where I can post up for a few years and that won't really be a thing. Okay. So there's that. And then I'm also like like a tiny part of me. Uh, it's not going to happen. It's not going to work out. But I want to like move into a van for a month. and just, Wow. That's uh, sick. Why don't you? I mean, you can work remotely though, can't you? I can. So I why can. don't you just rent an RV for what, $1,000 and then go to California or something? Is that the plan? Mm-hmm. Like you'd fly to California, stay in an RV by the ocean? Yeah. I mean, I'm flying to California for, for a week, right, but right, I have right. like a return f- flight planned yeah. anyway. Dude, um, F the return flight, man. Get that RV and go chill by the ocean. You totally could, couldn't you? I mean, I would need to get all my stuff in the RV. The, the, it's, a, it's just a lot more expensive than I thought. I thought I was like, okay, I'm going to get it for a month's rent, maybe a little bit more. And it's like, whatever. But it's like three months rent for, for a month in an RV. And oh, because you and, need to like carry all your stuff around. Well, yeah, I would need to have all my stuff in there or throw it in storage and then get moved. But I would have to get movers twice. It's a whole like, like it just never quite works out. It never quite right. works out. But but it's tempting, man. It's tempting to do something yeah. to like live with my parents for two months and then go be like a September guy. But I, I just can't. I, I can't get away from the city. I'm, I'm a masochist. Have you looked into the like potential of like an Airbnb, even though that's just going to be so much more? Expensive. Yeah, that would run it up pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. In in the big thing is moving the stuff around too. It's like I don't yeah, want to like move it twice. It storage. It only makes sense if I'm staying somewhere for free, like going to live with my parents for two months. But yeah. like that's just not going to happen. Um. Yeah, dude. It's uh. It's tempting though. It's tempting to to switch up the rent cycle, especially. But you know what? I've got some good opportunities. I think that will will come through, and you know, I'll have a place, and I can call it my own. That's for great, the first man. Time. Good for I'm you, excited. bro. It's it's gonna be a full mindset shift. You'll exactly. never want to live with anyone again. Like, oh yeah. Forget the girlfriends. Forget the wives. It's just gonna be you, man, and mm. and your new mattress soon. Yeah, we'll we'll. we'll, we'll 
we I think we spoke about this on one episode, but you know my my idea of the perfect marriage or you know live in relationship is probably two two bedroom situation. It's got to be two bathroom, really? two bedroom idea. I mean, yeah, like look, I'm a With guy, a girlfriend. I'm a guy that needs my my space a little bit, and I like to be able to give people space too, like. I, but two bedrooms, dude, that's like a little much, though. That's like pr- pretty much acknowledging that you're not going to maybe sleep in the same room. I know. Which I've heard of a bunch. Like my one of my aunts and like um, uncle, they've been sleeping in separate rooms for like, I think, 20 years. And his yeah. complaint is that she snores too loud. Well, look, which is it's, a funny it's complaint. Harder, it's a weird thing that that it's normal if you're like married to someone or you live with a, a girlfriend, spouse, whatever, that you share a bed. Like I get it like, you know you're in a relationship with someone yeah. you got, I get that's taboo, where you man. have sex but like why yeah why do you sleep there yeah yeah it's it is the, kind of a weird thing it's a jam too if you have a queen mattress man you don't have a lot of wiggle room I've got a you full you think so. you would right well a little bit smaller yeah. than a queen right yeah never really know like the queen and I think the queen is the queen and the fool might be the same width it's just They're pretty the length similar. is different like uh, the queen length I think you have like an extra foot on the okay. end okay okay yeah funny Either way, either way, it's like, I mean, yeah, it's tough. It's New York. Getting a two-bedroom is kind of uh, financially reckless. But yeah, but I would think like maybe you'd want like a one-bedroom studio. Like you have kind of your own separate place, maybe like a little home office. But having two bedrooms, mm-hmm. I, don't know if, I don't know if that's like a good, a good you sign. You think it's bad for the yeah, relationship? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if, if, it, if you're, you know why you're doing it and you're being intentional, because then like sharing a bed is intentional spending time together is but intentional. would you would you get okay so two bedrooms but would you get two mattresses i think that's oh yeah that's the yeah two two everything and you have the option ah, of having a right. slumber party ah, i mean man. i mean i don't know maybe like like it, it, the only reason i'd be against it is because it would be acknowledged as weird and it would yeah. feel like <laughs> your boys like you know me just being like all right dude this is well, well not even weird. not even from other people but from the person i'm with it's like oh, oh yeah, like when you do you start? yeah like when do you decide when you're gonna sleep together also too well that's what i like that it's like uh if you know you have I, to be that intentional can't work bro that can't, i don't think that can i work. mean it, too many feelings what if you if you're dating someone and you're you're deciding all the time if you want to spend the night together all the time. That's true, but you don't have the option like five feet away. You know, like if if you have a two bed. Well, you're talking about if you have a two bedroom and you live together automatically. Mm-hmm. It it just feels different. It feels different. It would, as, it like, would feel different that, you know? knowing like okay, you know, you can just say good night and head into your room. Like I, 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 that would be weird. That could I could see that being unsettling yeah. at times. Like, bro, I want to sleep with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to you, man. I mean, but the, but that's kind of like then you know you're sleeping together. It's not just out of obligation from either you, whether uh, sleeping together or sleeping together. Right, right, you know right, what right, I mean? Right, right. I mean so, through the night, through the night. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's some validity there, and and just like the space, like like it, the quickest way to get on someone's nerve is to live with them, and that's a crazy thing because like like that applies for roommates and romantic partners. And it's like the normal thing when a relationship advances is you live together. And I've never lived with a romantic partner. So, you know, I'm, I'm speaking speculatively. But do you, have you spent enough time with a romantic partner to the point where you're like, all right, this would be good if we had our separate areas in the house? Yeah, I've, I've you know always. I mean? 
Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, New York, there's not a lot of space. You're always on top of each other. And I can spend a long period of time with someone I really like, but but I want them to be able to have their space too. And I don't want, like, like that would help me not feel like I'm overwhelming someone Yeah, I like well. the, I like the idea of two bedrooms, but the two mattresses, man. I think that's, I don't know. I just don't think that that'll work. Yeah. Too much emotion behind that. Like, you're moving in together. Great. You're sharing everything. And then one night, like, oh, you're not going to spend the night with me, Kim? Yeah, no, I'm going in that that room. I'm going to sleep in that bed. All right. And then, like, it, it, it's very touchy. Like, if you sleep alone initially in a bed and you guys have decided that there's already two separate bedrooms, like, why not just sleep in separate beds? Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I mean, it, wouldn't it be hard to mesh and sleep in the same bed after having the option? I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. The two bathrooms, I get. For the sure. two bathroom, definite, definitely, definite, yeah, a positive for the relationship. Like, on, yeah, exactly. You don't want. I would love like people. Oh, we're close now. I can do. I can pee with the door open. Like, no, I don't want that. That's yeah. not. You're not so close. Nasty. You want that. You're just. Yeah, you're just like rude now. <laughs> yeah. Like in an ideal world, uh, we never need to know what the other person is doing in their bathroom. Like, like I think you can have intimacy without having to like. Every single aspect of my life is on display to you. Like we all do things in private that we want to keep private. Uh, So deaf man. Yeah. I don't think I could keep up my weed smoking if I lived with someone. Eh, Maybe I could. I mean, it's just like if I hit a bowl, you know, in like the middle of the day, uh uh, maybe somebody who's living with me would like judge. Yeah. I I mean, for the most part, maybe I'll hit a bowl middle of the day and then I'll do it at night. So maybe I would just have to transfer it tonight, which I could I could probably do. Are you noticeably different? Like not not visually yeah. high, but like you, you hit the bowl at one. Yeah. One thirty, uh-huh. your your girlfriend shows up. Yeah. Um, well, as as you know, and as I've said before in the podcast, like anytime we record, I give myself like a three hour window. Yeah. So just in general, like if I were to hop on here like right after I smoked, I think that there'd be a little bit of a difference in like how I'm able to enunciate and, you know, mm-hmm. the progression of my words and such. But besides that, I think, like, hanging out, I don't think you... No, I don't think you'd notice. Yeah. I've had girlfriends in the past that I think just didn't like the idea of weed so that, like, any time I was high, she'd, like, notice and, like, sniff it out and be like, you're high. I know you're high. Yeah. I'm like, all right, shut up. Yeah, I'm high. Like, why... You, you, the reason I'm getting high is because you're giving me a hard time about yeah. getting high. Yeah. So I think that... It's not so noticeable, but like I definitely don't want to smoke weed before I'm doing something where I'm speaking a lot, like before a speech yeah. or something like that. If I'm editing whatever a vlog or the podcast, like I'll do it stoned, you know, because I'm not yeah. like interacting with anyone, and I think it kind of zones in my focus. You good, know, good for you. I would I would struggle with that, um, but but yeah, that that is definitely that's another living alone, doing your own thing. Perk yeah, yeah. is yeah. Cause, cause you know how you are, you know, if you've changed, you know that you're, cause I've, I've definitely, I, I was having a conversation with someone recently and she had just gotten out of a relationship with someone who smoked every night and she said, you know, she didn't like it. It wasn't big. It wasn't why they broke up, but like it was a, it was in red flag for her and she didn't like it. And he said it was fine. And she would always feel weird. Like, did he like, did he mean that? Or was he just high or this or that? And, well, and I think she was he would having, always mean that. No, it's right. not like being drunk. I right. Feel. Agreed. I, I fully agree with that. And, and even in that case, it's like, you have to be like drunk. That's the thing. Like, like being high, it might be equivalent to like a three beer buzz. Like you're the same person. You're just like having a little bit of a good time. Yeah, you're just being nice. If I'm <laughs> hammered, I might say something I don't mean. Yeah. Or, like that's not really my thing to be honest, but in general, that's a thing. You're hammered. You say stuff you don't mean. Sure. Uh, that's possible for sure. But anyway, she was saying that 
and we're having this in-depth conversation about how she felt and how blah, blah, blah. and I was like you know like I'm like I'm high right now like you like, were at yeah the okay yeah we're having this like I'm high right now like like everything all the like advice that I've given you all the thoughts I've expressed like like I 100% will stand by this uh fully sober like without a doubt and I imagine it's the case with him if you don't like it you don't like it like that's a thing but but just like for a point of reference like you know, we're 20 minutes into this conversation. I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty high right now. Yeah. Uh, it's not it, it, but, but if someone is worried about it, then it causes a lot of paranoia. Like, that's my experience. If someone is going to be like, Oh, you're just saying that cause you're high or like, Oh, are you high right now? And it, you have to like try to keep it a secret. That's when it becomes really weird. Right. I think also if like both of the people in the relationship or the couple aren't doing it, uh-huh. it like makes the other person think like, Oh, like what, what are they thinking right now? Like how is their mind altered or whatever? Just like right. if somebody's drinking and another person's not, it's always just kind of like a weird, um, weird dynamic just yeah. cause I, I, cause alcohol and weed and I don't know whatever else you're doing, smoking crack. It just makes you, it makes you feel different. Yeah. You know? Totally. But I, I feel like I feel uh, this is so I hate even saying this. Let's hear it. That like, oh, alcohol gets a different rap. But yeah. I do feel like like it would be pretty normal if, uh, you know, it was the evening or like it, at dinner or whatever. And I'm having a couple of drinks and the other person isn't in them not to think twice. Not like even like, oh, are you being weird? Oh, calm down. Oh, whatever. Like, like not. No one, like, not even a second thought given to the fact that I'm having a couple glasses. Well, but I think in that case, the other person on your date or girlfriend or whatever situation you're dealing with, that person probably does drink, though. Yeah. You know, like, maybe not at this particular occasion. That person does drink so that person can feel comfortable. Like, oh, I know how I feel after two drinks. So I know how he feels after two drinks. As opposed to if one of the two people smoke and, like, you know, the cup, the girl gets super paranoid when she smokes and now she sees her boyfriend smoke like it's different you That's know, cause, fair. because people just like react to weed um, very differently. People also react to alcohol differently, but like you can tell like right away. That's you know what? That's a that's something that can be uh, extrapolated to a lot of different situations though, as well, like. The usually what you're upset about with like a partner or whoever, it's usually just a projection of your own experiences, right? Like you're like, oh, well, this is how I'm high and this is why I'm worried about it. This is the experience I had. Or like, I know when I'm like drunk, I'm a little more flirtatious. So now I'm like worried that my partner is, is drinking like, oh, they're going to be like that. And it's like, that's, they have their own relationship with alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have their own, all that. You're just worried about, a lot of times people... And a lot of times people that are like really jealous, possessive, paranoid about being cheated on are like promiscuous. Or I shouldn't say promiscuous, like unfaithful themselves. Yeah. Like it's usually just a projection of how you are. And I get it because we can only like understand the world through our own, the lens of our own experience. Yeah, that's, that's the only reference point we have. But <laughs> yeah. like, why do you think everyone is experiencing life the same way? Like you're different. No yeah. matter how close you are, you're different. It's fucked. Like everybody... I, this is very scientific, but everybody is just, does that everybody even exist? Like you, your <laughs> perception of the person next to you is different from the person like on the right's perception of you and your totally. own perception is different. So like what I think about myself is different from what Peter thinks about me, from mm-hmm. what you guys listening and watching think about. Totally. Me. So like, am I even real? Are you I, real? I don't know, this man. It's just I've like been a mindset that. thing, <laughs> bro. You know, it's just like we're here in this, augmented reality mm. as they say and it's just funny so just fucking do you who gives a shit if your partner thinks that 
you're yeah. high or drunk, then don't you shouldn't be with them. If there's anything we've learned through this this terrible past year, it's that all we got is ourselves. Yeah, dude. you got to be comfortable with you. You got to love yourself. That's true. I'm happy for you taking this next step, though, man. Moving into a new apartment, it's gonna be sick. And um, I just, just focusing on your poker career and uh, your financial <laughs> career right now, huh? Yeah, I think and uh, comedy, of course. Given given poker the backseat right now uh, to you know focus on on the comedy stuff to focus on the creative. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, had another another success recently as well, wow. another five digit success. And I was oh like, my look, God, there are two things. One, like obviously, it feels great. I'm throwing like. And you're eight grand into the bank account, six grand into the bank account. Like, like that feels great. I love that, obviously. Whoa. But, but it's still a. Li- it's dangerous when you have a lot of wins quickly. Like, it's not winning three grand isn't going to get me going right now, and that's crazy. That's crazy. So that's why I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time away because I need to like, I just I need to get excited about winning two hundred dollars. To be able to like play responsibly, I need to get excited about winning two hundred dollars. Yeah. Also, I mean, at the end, like, like there are a lot of things I want to do with my life. Poker is the easiest thing of all those. I can just pop open the laptop and and start playing. I didn't lose any of the talent that I have in the game. All the knowledge I have about how to play, how how to succeed, everything that I I've taken in from my playing experience, I can apply that a year down the road, five years, ten years down the road, whenever I want to. I know what it takes to be successful there and how to do it. But uh, all the other things in life have to take a first priority because, uh, you know, they're, they take more effort, more involvement. Other people that are dependent on it, other, uh, there are other requirements. Whereas with poker, it's like all you need is the Internet. And I'll always have that. I'll always have access to it. And anytime, if that's something I want to pursue, I'm pursuing it just like that. So anyway. That's why I haven't been taking people's Venmos, been been getting in. I, you know, I cashed out this last winning and said, it's time, time to chill. Time to, like, in, enjoy life a little bit. Uh, not stress so much about just making more and more and more money because yeah. it's never going to be And enough. it'll come, bro. It'll come. You know, we're, we're fucking two young guys. You a little bit younger than me. So in yeah. terms of, you know, cashing out five digits, bro, that's a lot. Do you have any number in mind where I don't want your boss to listen and spoiler (laughs) alert where you would potentially, I mean, quit your job and take some time off, you know, or do you feel like you're in a position where you have a really good job and you don't want to get rid of this job? Or is it like, if I win 80 K, you know, Mm -hmm. next week, I will, I, will I take some time off? You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, well, like I said, I'm not playing right now, but, uh, if I were to try to like, pers- like really try to go full time with that at some point, it would take a lot of money just because even if I made a hundred thousand dollars or something, how like, much, sorry, how much do you get taxed on that? I know you hate talking it would about be actually the, It would be the same, um, as, as any income, but, oh, but okay. that's, but just my overall profit is what's being taxed. So say I won 50 grand and it took 10 grand to get there. I'd be taxed on 40 grand oh, profit. Right, right, right. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, but, but like, I mean, if we're throwing numbers, that's like about what I make right now. So if I matched my salary, even that, like it isn't guaranteed. I know I'm good. I know I've proven success. I have like, I know what my ROI is like, like it's pretty long-term established, but I don't want, I just wouldn't want the stress of knowing that like I have to go out and, and get it every day like that until I had enough money that like that money was making its own money and I was playing with dividends. So it would be a lot. It would probably be like half a million plus. Yeah, Cause what are, I mean, dividends are usually like 3% pretty, pretty small chunk. So yeah, say Maybe I had like 500 K invested yeah. and I was doing 7% annually on that. Yeah. 
35 grand right there. Yeah, that's, that's, that's still, solid. Yeah, that's solid. That's great. That's a lot of growth and, and you know, money makes money. But, but you'd but, spend all that in one year. Easily. Easy, I'd spend yeah. that in, you know, especially if that's being taxed, I'd spend that in oh, four yeah, or five months. Being, if that's being taxed, yeah. I would, yeah. I would say like 35000 is a good amount. I mean, assuming you're not being taxed, but like 35000 in terms of like cash mm-hmm. for a year. I mean, I think you can, you know, you could probably do that pretty easily. With rent, I would probably spend... 35 grand in nine to 10 months. Sure. That's yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, but you also want to be saving money, making more money, but, but all that to say, if I were, if I were to try to pursue poker professionally, it would, I would probably have to spend like two years of proving to myself consistent returns while earning my, my normal salary just to feel safe. And then I would need a, a NASDAQ of like four or 500 grand, like, like, or if I got sponsored and, and became like a poker pro through any of those websites. But again, kind of putting that that uh, pursuit on hold because it'll always be there. And it's not really like if I did it 10 years down the road or whenever, like it doesn't there. It, there's no it's not something that is like dependent on the time. There's no rush for any of that. So, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm chilling on that for now and Good mindset, man. trying to, you know, yeah, there's only so much mental capacity a guy has. And I, and when my writing is at its best, my comedy is at its best. It's when I'm falling asleep thinking about that problem. I'm obsessing about it. And then my well, subconscious what, what is working. Mean, what do you mean problem? You mean that set or like whatever you're writing? Yeah. Like a script I'm working on. It's almost there. It's been almost there for about three weeks. There's one thing I want to figure out. And I, every time I open, I look through a oh, tiny change, tiny change. Yeah. But, but that one solution, I haven't found that one solution and I want it to be like on my mind. I want to wake up like, Oh, I'm kind of thinking about that. I want to be in the bathroom brushing my teeth. Like, oh, what, what do I do? What do I want yeah. those characters doing? That's, that's when, right. Yeah. That's why my, my writing is best. And that's where I need, you know, there's so much. And that's obviously as we discussed, part of the reason for, you know, my departure here, but there's so much going on that like the things I really care about, which if we're talking like, like I'm thinking a lot, we're getting existential in the final and the farewell app is we, I actually have a life again. I spent a year, 14 months with no options, no life, just sitting at home during this pandemic. And now this is real. And now you have to think about who you want to be and what you want to do with your life. Like, like it's a second, we knew we were going to get the second lease on life kind of, but it didn't feel real, at least for me. It didn't. It felt like that was never going to end. It felt like we were just stuck there forever, and you just have to live like this online version of of your life, and your existence is stuck here forever, and it was horrible. And now life is back, and you can do things, and you really have to be intentional about what you're going to do with those things because you can't take it for granted anymore. You had everything taken away from you in a way you never thought would happen for so long, so much longer than we thought, and now it's back, and now we can do something. And when I think about what I care about, like I want to create things that I'm really, really proud of uh and that takes a pretty extreme effort uh to do and a lot of discipline and something that i've put a lot of effort toward and and need to put even more toward and you know what if someday that changes and i want to do something else i'll do it because there's no more wasting time there's no more like i'll accept the life i've been given it's time to go out and get it for sure man well said well said so uh peter i guess before we wrap up this episode um 
I don't even know if you need to say anything further besides that, man. That was beautiful. And obviously, you know, I will support you as your bro and as your, you know, side. I don't even know. Side, side mate piece. over here. Yeah. <laughs> as a side piece, of course, if you ever want to sleep over in um, your new apartment, you just let me know. Guys, yes, Ken Jones Comedy Show tonight, 730 Asylum NYC. I'm sorry I didn't say that before. Uh, go to my Instagram page right now. Ted Jones World. We have a few tickets left. Go ahead, get your tickets. Tickets are like $20 hairs right now, or you can go to asylumnyc.com and Ted Jones Comedy Show tonight at 7.30. I hope I see you guys there, and we'll see Peter Moran there. Yes, sir. Of course, Peter, as always, man, you're a lovely gentleman. We'll you as ta- well. We'll talk soon. Peace. Cheers.